0: Go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show.
1: Good evening, everybody. This is your host, Virginia Grenier, for the Sunday Reads Show today. Before I jump into today's show, just want to share what we have coming up here at the World of Ink Network. Tomorrow I have my Author Spotlight show with author A. Law Shuttleworth. We'll be talking about her picture book on the show. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm still getting over my cold, guys. Um, anyway, so that will be the show tomorrow, the Author Spotlight show that I'll be hosting, and that will be as well at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 Central and 5 Pacific, after that, we won't have a few shows. We won't have any shows until after um, Halloween, so there will not be um, a Sunday's read or an author spotlight show next week um, on Sunday and on Monday because of um, Halloween. So, just know that we will be back um, in November, but um, but tomorrow will be the last show for the month of October. Okay, so I don't have any guests tonight. This is how the show pretty much runs. Sometimes it will just be me. Sometimes I'll have guests. Um, but tonight, we don't have any guests. I did want to start the show um, today to um, do a little bit, talk about a bit of an author that we just recently lost a um, little over a week ago. Last weekend was Rick Walton's um, funeral, and he is a children's author. He is a well-known children's author in the state of Utah um, and elsewhere. <clears throat> he has been a huge mentor to a lot of of the Utah authors that many people have um, come to know that don't live in the state, such as um, <laughs> Brendan Mall knows him. Um, I think um, James Dashner knows him. I know uh, Carol Lynch Williams does know him. Um, so some of some of the best-selling um, authors who are from the state of Utah have either met Rick or have had Rick as a mentor, have taken some of his writing classes, have heard him speak, have um, had him encourage them in early on in their writing careers. And I myself have also have had that privilege in my life as well. I've known Rick for the last 12 years. Um, so losing him has been a huge tragedy to many of us in the Utah writing community and outside of it. Um Rick Walton is probably one of the most celebrated children's authors out there. he's written over 70 books, um, from picture books, poetry, activity books, and mysteries. Um, and what makes Rick's, what made Rick such an amazing person, is he, toward the end of his writing career, um, he started getting Parkinson's pretty badly, and he would still dedicate his time to help writers um, who were trying to get started in children's writing, still would do school visits. Um, I, mean, I, I Many times he came down in my area and did school visits, and I would help him at those visits when he was here. So just an amazing, amazing man. Anyways, um, he didn't die from Parkinson's disease, disease. He actually ended up with a brain tumor that he had been fighting for some time, and it finally took his life. So anyways, his funeral was last weekend. So between being sick and the funeral... That's why I didn't do this show last Sunday, so I'm doing it now. But um, if you are a fan of Rick Walton's, have read his books, love them, or a writer who got to hear him speak, got to meet with him, the family has taken his page and has turned it into a place where we can um, share the memories that we have with Rick. You can either write a story or you can even record a video of yourself telling a story, um, sharing memories of Reading his books, or um, you know anything that he's done to encourage your life or your kids' lives. So if you go to Rick uh, R I C K and then Walton W A L T O N dot com, it will pop up to memories of Rick Walton, and you can right there fill out your information. And they also have an email <clears throat> sorry an email address that you can send any videos that you'd like to send. Um, if you've never heard of Rick Walton. I highly encourage you to go check out some of his books. Um, a few of the books that he has written that he um, is known really well for is Pig, Piggy and Piggiest. It's a really great, cute little book um, to teach kids, of course, the concepts of small to big. Um, he also wrote Suddenly Alligator, Bullfrog Pops. My girls have that one. He actually autographed that for them. Around the House, The Fox Chased the Mouse. Um, he also has one, which is a really good one since Halloween's right around the corner, Just Me and 6,000 Rats, which is a really good one. Um, another one that I love as well, um, that he did is, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> can't remember the name, um, it has to be bunnies, oh my gosh, it just totally slipped my mind, isn't terrible? And then, <laughs> I think it was like, uh, 10 bunnies is what it is. And and then he also has done another one, which is a really big one that I love, which is a which is a hairy scary night. That one is so cute. It's such a cute book, especially for Halloween for kids. Um, it's probably it was one of the first books I ever picked up from Rick and just totally fell in love with. So that's one you can check out. Anyways, um, so Rick Walton was just an amazing person. I just wanted to kind of do some memories of him when I first got into writing, um. I actually didn't know I wanted to go into children's book writing. I was just writing short stories, crass, doing things like that for children's magazines. And um, he encouraged me, of course, to start children's stories for children's magazine, which I ran for about five years. And he also encouraged me to write my picture books. And I was lucky enough for him to actually endorse my first picture book, which was Babysitting Sugar Pop. And I remember when I asked him... <laughs> to write a little blurb being who he is rick laughed and said every time i write a blurb for a book it always does terrible it never sells it doesn't do great lo and behold that same year after the book was published i won not one but two awards i won the mom's choice award for my book um, in silver and then i also won the silver quill for um best picture book in utah so um we kind of chuckled about that later since Rick always made the comment that nobody wants him to endorse their books because they they never perform when he dies, and my book went to awards after he did. So um, just a very humble man, author, and just someone who just has so much to give to everybody in the writing community. So again, if you are a fan of Rick Walton, an author who has met Rick Walton, um, a writer who knows him, definitely go to rickwalton.com, share your memory of Rick with the rest of us and with his family. Um, he's just touched so many lives in so many ways. So we just want to kind of have a shout-out today on the World of Inc. Network to Rick and his family and all he's done for us. Okay, so moving on for the show, and this is going to be a short show because I don't have a guest today. I wanted to also share with you guys um, some books for Halloween. We're only a week out. <clears throat> so everybody usually likes to get ready and watch Halloween movies and watch, read Halloween you know books for Halloween and so forth. So I am a big one for that. And actually last night my girls and I did a camp out in our living room. And I'm like, let's watch some you know Halloween movies and read some Halloween books together. So one of the ones that we actually read and then watched, because if you have an Amazon Prime account... It's free right now on Amazon Prime. It's Room on a Broom by Julia, um, (coughs) sorry, (laughs) Donaldson. It's a really cute uh, book and little video. So the book is actually a board book um, called Room on a Broom. And it's a really cute book about one kid's, you know, (laughs) learning kindness toward each other. It's done in a really cute rhyme. Um, it is a best-selling Halloween picture book out there. Um, it has a lot to teach people. So anyways, we, we read that book, Room on a Broom, by Julia Donaldson, and then we, of course, watched on Amazon Prime the little video that they've made of it, which is about 25 minutes, I think, max. Um, really cute, just really fun, just very festive, very Halloweeny kind of book um, and movie. The other one that we totally enjoy is Mommy, Why Don't We Celebrate Halloween?, that's a really cute one. Um, I like that one because it t- teaches kids about diversity How how um, there's more to Halloween than just dressing up and trick-or-treating, um, more about what the holiday is about. It um, covers if you are a family who doesn't celebrate Halloween, maybe helps kids understand that a little bit better or have friends who don't, um, but it's another really cute book for kids and parents to read together. Obviously, all the Goosebump books for your older kids um, and Fear Street are really good books. No matter which one you pick out of those series, and those are always fun. I'm a huge R.L. Stein fan, so I always do that. My kids and I always watch The Haunting Hour, which is based off all of his books, um, every single one that they've done. So those are always some really great ones. <clears throat> Gosh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm losing my voice here. Um, another book That's really cute. It's actually written by Marcia Casper-Cook. For those um, who have not checked out Marcia's book, she has written for both adult and for children's audience. So this is a children's book. It's called The Magical Leaping Lizard Potion. It's a very cute book. It's more of a chapter book, middle grade um, reader level. However, you can read it to your younger kids because I have. I've read it to my six-year-old. It's really cute. So that's The Magical Leaping Lizard Potion. It was illustrated by um, Mikey Brooks, which is one of the um, illustrators, authors we've had on our show many times. Really cute, really fun, um, fun, fun, fun book to read. So check out that one as well. Let's see what else do we have for Halloween books for kids. Sorry. Oh, another one that my kids and I absolutely love. Um, and it's now a series. Book two recently was released. Well, I shouldn't say recently released. It was released, I think, like a year or so ago. It's called Upside Down Magic. That, again, is more of a chapter um, book um, as well. So that's about the readership it's at. But I totally enjoyed reading. I actually got um, the first book, Upside Down Magic, for review um, from Amazon. Read it with my girls, and we laughed the whole time. It was just such a fun, cute little book to read. The second book we just finished, we have actually read it this weekend. Absolutely loved it. Called It's uh, that Upside Down Magic, and Six sticks and stones. And then they have their third book of the series coming out in the Upside Down Magic series, which is due to release in November. So we are kind of upset we didn't get to read book three before Halloween, but we will be reading it in November, so I'll share that book with you as well. Um, so definitely check that out. I cannot remember all the authors' names. There's three authors um, for Upside Down Magic, so I'm sorry. I don't remember all their names, so that's what I'm not going to show them. Um, for younger books <laughs> you know the whole the wheels on the bus go round and round well if you guys kind of get a kick out of that or sang that song to your kids you might like the spooky wheels on the bus that's a cute little picture book for kids to read as well um, the house on haunted hill is a good one my daughter got me that one last year for Christmas and absolutely um, absolutely loved it it has a mummy in it so you might want to check that one out um, another one that is Really cute as well, which is a favorite of mine. It's been around for a long, long time. Is The Monster at the End of the Book by John Stone. Absolutely love that book. Um, Have both books, one and two. Read those to my kids every year. I'm a huge Grover fan from Sesame Street anyways. So that's another one that's a fun book for kids to read. Um, So those are some of the ones that I would suggest as some fun books to kind of get you started for this Halloween to check out. And then um the other one the other ones that are cute if you want kind of like ones that have been books that have gone to movie is um the Scary Godmother series is a good one and then spookily the square pumpkin as well. Those um have really cute movies and my kids have both books and the movies so we do those as well. So if you want to kind of have something like that that kind of goes both ways, those are some more to think of. All right, so for the adult reader, we have 10 of the scariest books for this year that will keep you up at night. Um, some are newly published, some are not. So the first one on our list is The Passenger, which is by Lisa Lutz. It's a New York Times, uh, she's a New York Times bestselling author. So again, that's The Passenger by Lisa Lutz. Then we have as well on our list is um, Home by Harlan Coben. That's another New York bestselling author. Um, He wrote Fool Me Once, was the one that hit the New York Times bestseller list, so he's back out again with his book Home, and that's by Harlan Coben. Then we, of course, have Stephen King, End of Watch, which is part of the Mr. Mercedes um, and Finder's Keepers uh, kind of storyline, so definitely tune in to read that. I am a huge fan of Stephen King, as everybody knows. End of Watch is definitely one of those that – You don't want to read late at night unless you want part of that book to come into your dreams, because it will. Um, (laughs) But it's a good read. And then the other one would be Wild Lake by Laura Lipman, another New York Times bestseller um, as well. And USA Today actually said Lipman is a writing powerhouse, is what they said about wild Lake. So if you're looking for a really um, gripping book that's, Going to keep you on the edge of your toes the whole way through. But that will be a good one for you. The Fireman, I have not read that one um, by John Hill. My husband actually read that one. He <laughs> finished that book in a whole drive up to Salt Lake City um, from our house. So, and we're about four and a half hours outside of Salt Lake City. So, um, that's how much that book engaged him. So, The Fireman by Joe Hill. <clears throat> And then we have the City of Mirrors by Justin Cohen and um sorry Crowen and that is another um kind of suspenseful keep you you know engaged at the page turner kind of book as well. Most of these are, but this one definitely is written to be that way. Um, if you don't know who Justin um, Cohen is, he is um, the The book that he had that hit the bestsellers list was The Passage. So, the book that we're suggesting for Halloween, though, is The City of Mirrors by him. And then we have V.A. Paris's book Behind Closed Doors. That is a chiller. So, if you like more of a chiller type read, that would be one for you to tune into. Um, I have not read this one. This was one that was suggested to me by two of my friends who. tend to read a little bit more of the suspense, romance, uh, mystery, chiller kind of novel. So it is Certain Dark Places by Sylvia Marino garcia is the book that they suggested as one of their favorites for Halloween. And then our last one is Good Behavior by Blake Crouch. So there you go. Those are the books that... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I think I have one more. I have one more. Oh. Of course, the classic. Um, So the classic is uh, one by Anne Rice, which this is an oldie but a goodie. Um, It's from her Vampire Chronicles. Actually, all of the Vampire Chronicles are very, very, very good by Anne Rice. But the one that came to the top of the list as our oldie but goodie is uh, Prince LaSant and the Realms of Atlantis. So tune into that one as a uh, series that has been true to the times, The Vampire Chronicles by Anne Rice. A lot of people know those. Most people know an interview of a vampire. But anyways, um, those are our stories that we're sharing tonight for um, reviews that we think would be the best ones for Halloween for kids and for adults. If there's anything you'd like us to share here on Sunday Reads, Please um, let us know at com. Go to our contact page and share any messages um, on what you would like to hear on the Sunday Reads show. Any books you'd like us to check out and do a review of, we can do that. I will do more in-depth reviews, obviously, going forward. But with Halloween, we felt it was better just to do kind of a list of some books that we felt would be um, good to get into the spooky spirit, as we would say. And then, again, for those who... um, our friends family not family obviously because the family knows but friends um and fans of rick walton please go to rick com. that's r-i-c-k-w-a-l-t-o-n.com and share any stories or memories you have any of your favorite books the family's collecting those um for his children as well he has he has some kids so um and it would they're, they're trying to kind of collect all, all that he's done and for prosperity purposes because um, he's just a remarkable man if you've never read a Rick Warren book um, and you have grandkids or kids you're a teacher I would highly recommend to go check out his books <clears throat> he was an amazing author and one that I am truly blessed to have touched my life and to have helped my career along the way um, in the world of Inc so we thank you all for listening tonight we wish you a safe happy Halloween next weekend and take care bye bye in the world of defense.